0: Hi, I'm Colin Clark, senior research fellow at the Sufon Center.
1: And I'm Jessica Davis. I'm the president of Insight Threat Intelligence and a former Canadian security intelligence analyst. Hi, Colin, nice to talk to you.
0: You too. Uh, and we're here to talk today about financing in the far right. So we'll jump right in and uh, I'm gonna pose the first question to you, Jess. And, and that's, can you talk a little bit about the Uh, distinctions between organizational and operational financing in the far right?
1: Yeah, this is something that we've actually seen for a while. So in other forms of extremism, so there's, you know, there's terrorist and extremist organizations that raise funds for a variety of different things. A lot of the time it's to keep their organizations going to sustain their members, to produce propaganda, that kind of thing. But it's really different than operational financing. And this is really quite key in the far right. So the operational piece is the financing of terrorist attacks. In some cases, it could be financing of travel. And the sums that we're talking about are really quite different. For organizational, it tends to be a lot more. For operational, obviously a lot less. And this is particularly true when we think about um, lone actor or small cell attacks, where people are using things like vehicles or knives or whatever to conduct their attacks. So the scope and scale is quite different. And I think it's really important to emphasize that when we talk about financing in the far right, because it really um, like it changes the policies and approaches that we use to counter terrorist financing.
0: Yeah. hundred percent agree.
1: What do you think is different in terms of financing in the far right?
0: I think you know, I mean, I try to think about these issues holistically and a lot a lot of times my mind tends to start comparing to other types of extremism, mm-hmm. um, you know, looking at how, does, how is this similar to or different from jihadis, but also what's just new in the far right itself. And I think one of the more recent developments I've been thinking about is that this is coming from the approaches top down and bottom up. And what I mean by that is we've seen recent stories about uh, the financing of the Proud Boys by the Chinese diaspora of, of all entities here in the United States, playing off this aversion to, or alleged aversion to communism. So you have this kind of individual donation mechanism where you have uh, people that can donate small amounts that over time add up and, and add up to significant sums. On the kind of top-down you know, uh, approach, uh, the story about Tommy Robinson, uh, formerly of the English, English Defense League, looking abroad and and traveling around Russia doing a kind of PR tour, but also looking for a place to stash his money. Uh, And so, you know, when a a figure that prominent, particularly in extremist circles, shows up in your country and starts knocking on doors of banks, uh, the only way that that money is going to be allowed to stay there is with the kind of wink, wink, nod, nod, or tacit approval of some kind of official or formal perhaps state entity. So I think we're seeing it from both places and we're likely seeing it uh, at at multiple places in between. Um,
1: Yeah. when When you talk about that Russia story, it's so interesting because it's not state sponsorship of terrorism. It's more like the creation of a permissive environment, which is obviously at the discretion of the Russian government, but it's a really interesting evolution in that, You know, because I think that there's been some recent, recent reporting that Robinson has actually managed to acquire quite a bit of money. What yeah. he does with that seems to mostly be to support his lifestyle. But, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions around that. And when you're talking about bottom up, I really start thinking about like identity based support networks. But I think when we think about the far right, they're not going to be necessarily obvious in terms of who's going to support what cause when you're pointing out the story of the Chinese diaspora support against communism, like this is not an obvious identity-based support network for the Proud Boys. Um, so I think that's a really interesting point that it's quite different.
0: And, and it makes it more challenging for counterterrorism and, um, you know, CTF officials, right? I mean, not looking in the places that uh, you would think, I mean, that, that story really kind of caught me off guard. But the more I thought about it and kind of knowing um, the way things work and and thinking about it for a while, it it did make total sense. So I wonder what other, you know, things are out there that are happening just like that. Uh, Because by the time we recognize something, right, and we read it in the New York Times or somewhere else, you know, the indicators and the factors have been percolating for a while. It only then becomes obvious after the fact. And that's the business of, you know, folks like yourself in your former life uh, in the intelligence and security services to be on uh, the pointy end of the spear and, and, you know, I guess identifying those trends before they become major issues.
1: Absolutely. And just as you're talking about this, it reminds me of the conversation we've been having for years about the pitfalls of profiling based on identity, based on race, based on religion. And I think this case really highlights that that you have to understand the complexities of the movement and not just rely on assumptions about people's identity to make to sort of advance your investigation i think we're going to see a fair bit more of that going forward
0: yeah without question and you know we've we've been talking about this for decades right (laughs) we live in a globalized world uh and and borders are porous right it's the cross-border movement of people goods ideas and now currencies Uh, Mm -hmm. And and we're going to see that move into, I think, the virtual space as well, probably more, even more so than we have already. Yeah, absolutely.